Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Judging Nerd Culture. I'm Ollie. And I'm Jess. And we're here today to talk about why Nona Earp. Yes. So this is actually the 7,000th time we've recorded this because I <laughs> fucked up. The second time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it feels like 100 because I screwed it up. <laughs> it's my fault. So anyways, hi. <laughs> uh, despite any bumbling, any tomfoolery, any gooferies, uh, I actually am pretty excited to talk about why Nona Earp. Because it's a really fun show. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so, as we've mentioned before, uh, literally a few minutes ago, and also in previous recordings, I love trash dramas. I adore them. Mm-hmm. I've watched many in my life. And I will continue to watch them until I die. So, when I did start watching it, like despite the, the whole Western stylings of it, I did assume I was going to like it. At least a little bit. I didn't think I was going to be like, ooh, this is really good. I just thought I was going to like it. <laughs> it is good, which is nice. That is a nice bonus. But for me to like something like this, it doesn't have to be good. Yes. Um, so I feel weird just saying all this over again. But yes. um, you when you chose to watch this, we both of us have been, been binge watching it for the past quarantine. Um, and... Uh, Ollie was in between Bitten, which is a uh, werewolf drama from, like, AMC or sci-fi or something. Uh, Uh, And then we have Winona Earp, uh, which I believe is Canadian. Um, I think it's also from AMC. I don't know. You guys, it's a TV channel. And um, (laughs) so it was on Netflix. He's in between the two. And I told him to go with Winona Earp because it's more cowboys um, with a little bit of supernatural, he likes the supernatural stuff. I mean, I feel like everybody does to some extent, and you never really go with the the cowboys. So is this true? I told you to pick the cowboys and to see if you liked it. Maybe something new. And it was a pleasant surprise. And like, I have tried to watch Bitten at least a couple dozen times, and by tried, I mean looked at it on Netflix for like an hour and just watched the trailer two or three times and decided, I'll watch something else for now. I'll come back to you later. So I'll get back to that one day. <laughs> I remember <laughs> watching like the first like half of an episode or like a clip because I think my mom watched a little bit of it. My mom also watched a little bit of Winona Earp. Um, <laughs> so that's why I knew a little bit about what it was. Um, but Bitten just seemed... M- not up my alley. Just like Lost Girl. I know a lot of people liked it. My mom liked it. <laughs> my mom likes a lot of these types of things. Um, but Lost Girl was again not really yeah something for me. Uh, I also enjoyed that quite a bit, but that's not the point. Um, I I think Bitten looks like a True Blood version, like a like a cheaper, more werewolf focused True Blood. Hmm. Something about its visual aesthetic just sort of makes me think that. And maybe one day I'll find out if that's true or not. I feel like it's not. But, like, I'm not a hardcore True Blood fan. Um, at one point, I was a pretty big True Blood fan. Um, and then she was, like, part fairy or something. And that was, I thought, really dumb. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, like, it, it kind of lost me there when they... <laughs> Had fairies come into the show? I uh, baby shows like werewolves. Okay, vampires. Okay, shapeshifters. Okay, witches. Okay, that makes sense. All of these things make sense. 
fairies. Like, okay, it's supernatural or paranormal, whatever, it makes sense. Except it doesn't have like that same feel as like the same a aesthetic. vampire or werewolf. They're it's a little very more... like childish, it feels mm-hmm. like. I know fairies can be violent and aggressive and everything, but it just seemed fairies... strange, like out of place in that show. Mm-hmm. Fairies seem a little more like like uh, werewolves and vampires and other things like that, witches and so on, seem very like dark fantasy. Whereas fairies seem more like the the Brothers Grimm style fantasy, where it's mm-hmm. like fairy tale-esque. And those can be very, very disconnected. Uh, so like, if you're going to throw them into the same show, I feel like you've got to do it early on. Yeah. Like first episode, like, ah, it's all there. Everything's there. Deal with it. <laughs> Because if you throw it in later, once you've established all of the all of the more like grim or not, all of the uh, dark fantasy stuff, and then just try to imp, like inject some like fairy tale fantasy style mm-hmm. things, it just feels off. Yeah, but we're not talking about True Blood we're or Bitten or any of that. Winona Earp and the Wild Wild West. Hell uh, yeah. So, One Hour is currently continuing. It's mm-hmm. not a, a completed series. We've only watched a couple of seasons ourselves somewhere in the third season right now. So, uh, it's not going to be super spoilery for anyone who's, you know, interested in watching. Mm-hmm. Which you should. This is basically like a popular media book club that we have going on. <laughs> uh, and we definitely recommend it. But it's uh, it's more going to be more about, like, why we think the characters are cool or not or so on and yeah. so forth. Um. I think we're on episode six of season three, yeah. um, and season four, I think is coming out next year or the end of this year. Um, I'm not really sure about the, every like the world situation right now, <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we know pretty much everything except for the ending of season three. And I have my uh, presumptions. Mm-hmm. But despite not knowing what's going on, I've already, you know, thoroughly enjoyed what I needed to enjoy. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. Season one and two, I liked it a, a fair bit more than I liked season three so far. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Is that because there is a certain character that's no longer in it? No, I mean, maybe a little bit. <laughs> I liked that character. You can say who it is. Uh, yeah, so... Spoilers and whatnot, slightly. Uh, character dolls. He's uh, a fun. Eh, he's a character. He's a fun character. Like he's fun sometimes. Sometimes him, the character himself isn't very fun, but yeah. to watch is fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, he got offed in the last season, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just uh, the 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 relationship between all the other characters are kind of shifting around and editing because of that, I guess. Uh, but mostly, I just think uh, they're a little sassy with each other lately. I'm like, okay. Yeah, they're quite sassy. Um, I'm Winona here for... Winona is... <laughs> You're here for fun? <laughs> I'm here for fun. Not sass. I mean, some sass, but not all sass. <laughs> well, Winona... That's kind of just what she is. Like, if you're yeah. looking for something fun, like she is, but... She is going to be sassy. She's not going to deal with her emotions in a good and healthy way. Uh, it's going to come out angry, sassy, um, and hurtful to other people and herself. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we saw in the last episode we watched. Yeah. Oh, boy. Which There's... I have a lot of opinions on. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much going on in all of these different, all the seasons. But the, the main premise is uh, Winona Earp and her family, the Earps. Are descendants from Wyatt Earp, some actual cowboy that existed once upon a mm-hmm. time. And he murdered a bunch of people. And then in the fake universe of the TV show, uh, those people came back as demons. Yeah. Well, I mean, Wyatt Earp in real life and in the show was a marshal. Um, and he killed people, I guess, that need to be killed in the Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of uh, other ways to do things back then, I don't think. It was... A man and his gun, you know? <laughs> I guess. I guess. Uh, they do refer to it often as, like, the lawless times mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, seems like a pretty wild time. You can just walk into a place and be like, uh, this area where no one lives, I live there now. Mm-hmm. That, that's my land. Uh, thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. And it, it wasn't that he, all the bad guys he killed came back as revenants. It was anybody he killed with that gun came back as a revenant. So, um... At least in the TV show, I guess. Yes, in the TV show. <laughs> that would be wild lore to come out <laughs> of the Wild West. <laughs> yeah. Um, but one of the bigger parts of the show is um, one of his best friends, he shoots. So he shoots his friend because his friend tells him to shoot him. Mm-hmm. He's being held by the bad guy. If he shoots him, the bullet will go through his friend and kill the guy he's actually trying to kill. But... It and kills both of them, so his best friend also goes to hell, then comes back as a revenant, and is very <laughs> salty about it. Yeah, and <laughs> turns out he's one of the fun, most fun characters I like, Bobo. Yes. Uh, but there's there's a whole bundle, of, like all of the characters in this show are surprisingly entertaining. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different little things to each one that makes them fun. Uh and I, uh, I think that's the major draw because, like, the main story is again, just they they're cursed because of Wyatt and his gun shooting down all these people and all of them coming back as revenants like Bobo, and each generation or so, uh, the Erps have to try and kill them all uh, and avoid being killed because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, whenever the Erp heir dies, the next you know person in charge of the Erp family dies, the revenants they killed come back again. And it'll keep happening until either the revenants kill off all the herbs or until an herb manages to kill off all the revenants. Break the curse. Exactly. And that's that's the main premise is we got to break this curse. Mm-hmm. And also here's a cop procedural sometimes. Yes. And they're, they're all <laughs> stuck in this area of what I'm assuming is either like Montana or the Dakotas or something. Yeah, somewhere uh, in that Because it's like the Badlands. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, the Ghost River Triangle is what they're stuck in. Yeah. I looked it up to see if it was a real place because it just sounded really fun. Um, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> also, the town of Purgatory is not a real place. Um, I think there is a Purgatory, but not where they said it was. Yes. So, that's fun. You could go to a Purgatory. Uh, but yeah, it's like next to Salt Flats, but also next to like huge mountains and shit like where this is i have no idea it's a huge swath of land uh well i mean a lot of paranormal supernatural stuff happens there so i mean if it's if anywhere is gonna have trees that get up and walk by themselves it's this place (laughs) uh indeed so 
you know, with with that premise set, the the show tends to have a like what drama is happening now mm-hmm. main story. While oh, we are also going to kill all these demons and do all this thing today, so we can get a little closer, a little closer to solving our like long-standing curse. But that that's weirdly, despite that being the the central plot, like usually the plot B of like whatever episode, because mm-hmm. each episode focuses on like. Ah, Winona and Doc, Doc Holliday, are having a weird romance right now. <laughs> and uh, there's a love triangle, there's all this and that. It's it, it really revels in having wild antics and silly drama and a lot of uh, sexual energy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if you do follow us on Instagram, you saw our uh, most recent post about <laughs> Winona Earp. And it is just a picture of Doc Holliday, played by Tim Rosen. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, That's all it is. Because (laughs) (laughs) um, going into this with you, I don't know if it's the quarantine or if it's (laughs) like just so nostalgic to have the cowboys around that I uh, am deeply infatuated with Doc Holliday. (laughs) Um... (laughs) But when I was little, my dad used to get me up for school and we would watch like Gunsmoke and Bonanza. Um, And so I was always used to watching those things. Also Star Trek, but that never stuck as well. Um, Don't hurt me. (laughs) 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 But I don't know, growing up, I was so used to watching Westerns and cowboy movies that as an adult seeing that again after so many years is like oh hey i like i like this stuff i remember these i have good memories associated with cowboys um so maybe it's that i don't know maybe maybe it's just the somebody mustache somebody needs a psychology me <laughs> i i don't know maybe it is just mustache that it has so much power so much so much power in it <laughs> i personally think that it's the confused eyes. <laughs> he has beautiful eyes. Those beautiful blue eyes. And uh, I... <laughs> he's, he's very good at looking confused. <laughs> That's the thing that gets me. When he's most appealing as a character. And uh, visually, romantically, whatever you want to say. Is when he looks like he has no idea what's going on. I'm like, ah, Here, yeah. <laughs> I want to teach you what a phone is. And for... You displaced human. <laughs> for context, he is displaced because he is the original Doc Holliday um, from, like, 1890 or whatever it may be. He I, At one point, I think he says he is 166 years old. So, he's old. That's pretty <laughs> and old. And he's been stuck in a well for most of it. So, he doesn't know what anything is. He's a legit cowboy <laughs> who, once he came out of this well, had no idea what was going on. Which, again, best part about him is just, I don't know. Like, at one point, a character's phone makes a noise like he's looking at the screen, which he's already got, you know, gotten used to that. Like, all right, they have tiny robot machines that have lights and shit. Fine. And it made it like a flash notification. He freaked the fuck out. And I was like, ha, nice. <laughs> like, that's good stuff. I, I like confused out of time, uh, Doc. That's the, that's the best version. Yeah. And this show does really well with like you think it's going to be goofy and campy and maybe too much or you think it's going to take itself too seriously but it, it's kind of in the middle where 
it does take some of the plot seriously, but the characters themselves can be kind of witty and humorous and make jokes and like, I don't know, it's, it's a good balance between the two. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, man, that's pretty much all the, all about the plot that we're going to get super into just because it's a series. So there's a lot of different plots and a lot of nonsense. Um, but as far as characters go, I really would like to get a little more into them. And I was wondering, obviously Doc is your, your favorite character, <laughs> <laughs> but we've, we've talked a little bit about him, you know, displaced out of time cowboy. <laughs> he lights a fire in my heart. <laughs> and, so and in my heart. <laughs> in your heart. So anyways, uh uh tell me about another character that you find uh very compelling. Hmm. Well, like you said earlier, Bobo is really fun. Um I don't like that his name is Bobo. Like, how did you come up with that? I know his name's Robert, but like what made you think Bobo sounds intimidating? And it's it's really weird because he's like the main villain for a little bit. Yeah. And it's like, ah, the Bobo. evil demon, Bobo. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, he knew Waverly, Winona's sister, when she was a kid. So maybe Waverly just called him Bobo, like a cute little kid not able to pronounce Robert or something. And mm. he was like, eh, that's cute. I'm keeping it. That that might be something, yeah. Um, But I would probably say... Doc is number one. I really, I really do like Jeremy. I like Jeremy and um, Nedley. Nedley is pretty fun. So, Sheriff Nedley. Um, I didn't, I thought, I thought he was going to be like the stereotypical, uh, I don't know, I can't say Southern, but like stereotypical like country sheriff or whatever, who like, oh, doesn't like bigger government law sort of thing. I don't know. I didn't know what I expected. I just expected... For him to not be that great. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's very warm and like has a like a sweet uncle feel. Like you yeah. really feel safe around him. And he's just real cute. <laughs> <laughs> he's also like the oldest person in the cat in like the main cast. Mm-hmm. He's not in every episode like, like the other ones are. But he's one of the most reoccurring characters outside of them. And like he's the oldest one. And not like super old. He's not like in his 80s like maybe 50 at the oldest if yeah. that but like he seems like the kind of character who was designed to be old and out of touch but they already gave that to doc mm-hmm. so instead he's very much like a oh i was watching the newest show on netflix and keeping up to date on all the the hip trends yeah but he's just like very very yeah, like, like <laughs> subtle about it in the last episode we watched he is very distressed but he mentions that in the same day he watched one of his um deputies get their head basically ripped off by a vampire and then went home and binge watched pretty little liars um (laughs) so it makes him a very a very fun guy like he's an older middle-aged dude who he's aware of all these weird things happening in this town and he's trying to keep everyone safe and keep the weird stuff under wraps but at the same time he just wants to watch bad tv yes i'm calling pretty little liars bad tv and (laughs) I don't know. Drink a beer. What do old men do? I... That seems about right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's fun to see him be like the the pop co- the pop culture kind of character when it's very unexpected. He's he's very fun, very tender. Uh, the the last couple scene last couple episodes have been he's very like 
tired and sad and things have been going poorly and i'm genuinely impacted by that i thought that was very emotional Mm -hmm. uh but yeah you mentioned a character that i'm particularly fond of uh jeremy jeremy yes (laughs) (laughs) he's so fun i thought he was gonna die when they first showed his character he just seemed like such a side like throwaway guy yeah but then he became a main character. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he, he was a red shirt that you kill off like off screen and then he became a main character out of nowhere. It was super unexpected. Uh, I, I adore Jeremy. Uh, very a handsome man. Very cute. But also hilarious. Just constantly like hyperactive, never shuts the fuck up, always says the dumbest things and like horrifyingly just awful at keeping any secrets like you do not rely on this man for anything <laughs> i don't i don't know what your what your face is so does, does he remind you of anyone uh in your description just now a lot of protagonists from like anime or whatever are oh. <laughs> except he's a lot smarter and uh, i really like him because oh. like you don't see like maybe he's kind of relatable. I mean, he's very relatable. He's the most relatable person on the show, aside from being you know a big dumb idiot. <laughs> he's very relatable. Why? What are you trying to imply? I'm trying to imply nothing. <laughs> All right, but uh, but yeah, he's. <laughs> I really I really like him for a lot of reasons, but one of which is he's. Very susceptible to just being told what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, he is also enchanted by Doc's mustache. <laughs> he is. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's also a, a gay character. Yeah. Uh, Winona Earp, which... Oh, by the way. <laughs> ...surprised me. The, the show is incredibly gay. Yeah. And I did not expect it from, a, like, a supernatural Western. But uh, that was nice. That was fun. Yeah. There's a couple other uh, LGBT characters, and that's pretty cool. And um, yeah, in his first character introduction, Winona's sister, Waverly, she's pretending to be whatever. She's like, hey, I'm going to be a spy real quick and talk to you. Would you mind telling me how to open and unlock all the doors in this facility? He's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's pretending to be from Scotland Yard. And she's like, well, our security doors don't work very well. You have to open all of them if you want to just open the one. What does yours do? And he's like, what? You mean like this? And he just, just pushes the button to open all of the doors. <laughs> yeah. And it's like... Like, he's just trying to show off that there's his system that he has created is superior to Scotland Yards as to what he believes. But in doing so, he forgets that he works at a, a, a high... <laughs> class like facility that needs to be secretive mm-hmm. it's a underground shady business facility and like that's not the end of it shortly after that he's she's like ah i'm actually this person can you help me save my sister okay sure uh, let me unlock another mm-hmm. door also uh want to come with us uh no i mean sure okay i'll go just constantly like hey do a thing okay 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 well i mean at first him and waverly were being chased by a creature so he had nowhere else to go but with her and then eventually he just ended up being reprimanded by the head honchos and saying eh 
you have to go back to their town with them and be their scientist. And he yeah. was like, man, I really don't want to go to some small town, like, <laughs> boring backwoods place. But he ends up really happy there. Yeah, everyone seems to like him. I like him. Uh, he's, he's, he's a real fun part of the group. Uh, and he likes to, he has a catchphrase in which he says that he feels things in his groin. And I, I do love that. <laughs> For no particular reason. I just do. It's fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, what about another one? Who's next on the chopping block? Um, well, my favorite characters are Doc, Nedley, and probably Jeremy. And mm. all those are male. And that's not because I don't like any of the female characters. Like, Winona's fun for a main character. I feel like I always, just a little bit, don't like the main character. In most things, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, she does make poor choices a lot of the times. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, that is also her character. Like, that's, um, that's her brand. Is, yeah. I'm Winona. I'm a fuck up. <clears throat> yeah. And she's like one of those people who, <clears throat> they don't want to talk about their feelings. They just want to drink them away and, like, shoot things and... Uh, yeah, you know? I feel like that's and that's to be fair, that is a common like uh, characterization of like a main character. It's like ah, uh, I miss everything, miss I mess everything up, and I drink away my pains and so yeah. forth. So like, one, you're probably kind of bored of it. I'm bored of it by this point. <laughs> <laughs> she's fun, like she's still funny and she's still a good person. It's just sometimes she deals with things. <sighs> Probably not in the best way. Yeah, it's far more entertaining when she's like, ah, let's be silly and dumb and like, I don't know what I'm saying. I just want to try and have a good time while I risk my life because might as well. Yeah. Uh, my my second favorite character, after Jeremy, since your, your top three are Doc, Nedley, and Jeremy. Uh, my next favorite is uh, Sheriff, I suppose. Hot. Really? Yeah, I like her a lot. Well, yeah, she's a good character, but I didn't expect her to be, like, your favorite. Yeah, uh, aside from Jeremy, I find her to be the most relatable. <laughs> well, she's she's more, I think... Grounded, for sure. Yeah. She's, like, she's she, definitely more normal. She's one of the most normal people there. But, I, I don't know, just the fact that a big part of her characterization is just her watching everyone else be fucking stupid and going, <sighs> Okay. Yeah, but she wants to be a part of it. She's not doing it because she's like, oh, look at them being stupid. She's going, oh, look at them being stupid. I wish I was doing it with them. Yeah, that's that's true. But like, I mean, we all have, we've all been there. We want to be part of the main cast. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I just find her uh, eminently likable as a like out of town uh, deputy sheriff lady who came in and was like, all right. So what's this town about? Oh, that's what this is what this is about. Okay, I guess we're gonna deal with this now. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know. I, I think her exasperation with many of the situations and just uh, plain nature, which is a little weird for me to say, uh, but I like it. I think it's the same way that I sort of kind of like vanilla is my favorite ice cream flavor. Sometimes your favorite is just back to basics, simple. But she's not that simple because she was a survivor of a cult. Yeah, she was a survivor of a cult. She's <laughs> and she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's uh, one of the other two, uh, three now gay characters in Winona. Uh, Hot is dating Waverly, mm-hmm. and 
I think one of the reasons I do like Hot as much as I do is because <laughs> early on in like, I think it's like first, second episode, her and Waverly meet and she's a bit smitten pretty quickly. Waverly's an attractive gal and that's it's uh, clear in the show that they, they're meant to have a little something, a little bit of chemistry there. And Waverly's dating some traditional uh, high school quarterback sort of kid. Fine enough kid. Real dumb. Yeah. And that's about it. <laughs> like, there's not a whole lot I mean, to him other than just being... She mentions to Winona that, like, there's that many choices in their little town. Yeah. And he was one of the better ones. Yeah. Although he did try to get with Winona in the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like like she said, not a whole lot of choices. She picked the least annoying one. But, uh... And, like, the first episode, her and uh, Waverly and Hot meet, and they have a little interaction where Hot's basically, like, ah, are talking to her about something, and Waverly mentions, I, you know, have my boyfriend or whatever. She's like, ah, been there. You'll get past this sort of deal. Like, (laughs) very, like, direct, like, all right, I mean, that'll pass. (laughs) It'll come and go. And it's just very forward and very fun. (laughs) Very fresh. Uh... After hot for me, uh, I'm gonna say it's between Bobo and sometimes dolls. Because dolls, unlike everyone else in the show, is you know got their ups and downs because of who they are, like their characterization. But dolls, I think, is not always written consistently. Yeah, I mean, his character does have a lot of issues and maybe the weird drastic changes in his personality have to do with um his situation maybe maybe that's supposed to be implied but it just it feels a little disconnected sometimes and and depending on which version of him is being displayed i like him a lot more Mm -hmm. Uh, my favorite version of dolls is the like trying to have a fun time like all right, here's a fun little joke, but let's get back to work now. Like, j- just trying to have just enough fun, but still get shit done. <laughs> like, it's, it's he does a pretty good job of that in many of the episodes, but there's just, uh, I don't know, a bit of inconsistency in which he's like, uh, I don't know, like a sad boy <laughs> and all sorts of other little things that they throw in that just don't seem quite quite right doesn't seem to mesh and then bobo is just real fun yeah bobo is fun um he's got a strange aesthetic for a man who uh took the world by storm in the western times (laughs) as like a banker or something yeah um but dowell's my favorite personality i guess of his is whenever he's really buddy buddy with doc yes 100 percent. like they're always they they romantically are, are challengers of one another so they're at odds often but whenever they go <laughs> i love it i love it a lot <laughs> i ship them before i ship anyone else. <laughs> uh, uh bobo's in the a lot more independent from all the other characters because like he's mostly a villain for a, a good chunk of time and actually at all yeah. he's pretty much just a villain with a good guy backstory i guess at uh, first you think Maybe he will become more of a good guy, or at least more of a neutral character, but no. Not quite there. He just chooses the other team because he's like, eh, I'm gonna, I want to be on the winning side. 
He's yeah. one of those guys. <laughs> like, he'll help you if you're the one winning. Mm-hmm. And, like, at first it made him seem as though he's, you know, he's he's uh, a threatening villain. And as time progressed, you realize, oh, no, that you only saw a couple snippets of him being a threatening man. But mostly, he's just fucking cuckoo. Mm-hmm. Like, he's out there. He has no idea what's going on or why. And uh, that seems to have uh, mostly been caused by going to hell, like, a few times. Yes, he's he's the uh, the friend of Wyatt Earps that was like, hey, Wyatt, shoot me to kill this bad guy. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, oh, wait. <laughs> now I'm going to be a revenant, but I'm such a good person, I shouldn't go to hell. And then he comes back from hell very angry. <laughs> uh, yeah. Poor Bobo. Yeah, <laughs> he's he angry and just stuck in this small town. <laughs> what happens to be named Purgatory? Yeah, and no matter what happens, whenever he comes back, he he seeks out a big fur coat, like an old, like seventy year old woman. He's like a mountain man. <laughs> uh, but he does he does take care of Waverly. Yeah, he has a special connection with her. And at first, you think there's a lot of shenanigans that happen in the show that make you think. Um, He's actually her dad, but then it turns out he's not the dad. He just, for some reason, really feels the need to, like, take care of her and protect her. Her dad is actually an angel, which... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they threw that in there out of nowhere. That's wild, Um, but... Which, to be fair, though, they had been calling Waverly an angel since, like, season one. Yeah, so, like, you should have known, but... Well, just, they've you, just been like, oh, you're my angel. You're, you're such an angel yeah, or whatever. But, like, little whatever nonsense. But then it's like, oh, no, you're, you're an actual <laughs> angel? That's just been a well, thing? you don't know if she's, she's half angel. She's half angel. Um, whatever. But whatever the fuck that means. It also just makes you think that he's calling her angel because it's his kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is not the case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but recently he told her he's done trying to protect her and trying to, like, be there for her because she thinks he's evil trash and taking care of her has only brought him uh, unfortunate things (laughs) truth uh in her defense uh he has been mostly bad yeah as far as she has been able to see and in his defense he's insane (laughs) (laughs) but like legitimately insane like like tortured into traumatic insane uh but he's uh he's still very fun very uh opulent and like dramatic which is the most entertaining part about him is just how uh like lively he is on screen uh other than that there's waverly she's the other like really important character that's left and she's winona's sister and it seems like she's the most well put together for a while like she's the smartest one in the room usually Mm-mm. And she's she's very competent at all these little mm-hmm. things and tries to make people happy. Like, that's her whole shtick is she tries to make everyone feel better. And uh, I thought she was very nice. I thought like she's a very nice character. Uh, real annoying sometimes, in my opinion. Yeah, she's she's a good character. Um, I don't want to be, like, that person. But <laughs> she is kind of too sweet for me like i do like her um but i don't know like there's a there's an episode where she puts on a cheerleading uniform and i just kind of went of course you were a cheerleader you know what i mean (laughs) like i didn't 
it's not like I don't like her. She's a great character. Uh, her and uh, Nicole have a really good relationship. Like, it's, a, it's really fun. And she knows most everything about the town. And, like, it's weird cowboy history and everything. And it's really cool. She's very smart. It's just something... She's just... She can be kind of stupid sometimes. Yeah. In her decision making. Yeah. And also, just a little, just a little too sweet. And I understand she had to be, or she tried to be, um, like the epitome of perfect because every, like her whole family was like, oh, we don't like you. Um, like their older sister always like being mean to her and kind of trying to get her killed. You don't. Um, and like her dad not at all wanting anything to do with her because he knew that's not my kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like she wanted to be noticed. So she did become the cheerleader. She became uh, the prom queen because she wanted to feel that love and like that attention from people that she wasn't getting from her family. But now that she's an adult, it's just kind of annoying sometimes. Yeah, like the the overly the overly sweet thing is it can be a bit grating in some characters for sure. And I'm not saying it isn't with Waverly, but the thing the thing that got to me as being like. Mm, about her, about her character, that I was the thing that kind of pulls me away from her, her that character, is that a big part of her her whole characterization, a big part of her plot, is that she is trying to figure out where she fits in in this family. Like, is she one of these? Is she is she an herb? Is she part of this? Is she a half demon, half angel, whatever? And I don't know why, but that's the, that was the least entertaining arc, least entertaining bit of plot, because mm-hmm. like. I would have liked a lot more of if, if it had been revolved more around, like, maybe seeing from her perspective, like, ah, I have to be super sweet and perfect for these reasons. And, like, you get some of that, like you mentioned, but you don't really see it as much as just, like, knowing it happened. Where I think focusing on why she has this need to be so sweet would have been more entertaining than following her along this road of, like, but who am I? Because, like... It would have, you could still get to who am I through, so why am I this way? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm this way because of this? Well, what does that mean about me? Who am I really? I, I feel like there could have been a better direction to go in with how, how she, with her main motivations. Man. There's also one character who's kind of gone now and was on the deck for a little bit, but I liked her a lot. Rosita. Oh, Rosita? Yeah. I thought you were going to say Mercedes. <laughs> oh, Mercedes um, too? She was amazing. Rosita is okay. I don't know. I liked her. She was fun. But I think she was just thrown in to be Doc's girlfriend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she was smart and she helped dolls. But I think she was just thrown into there to be some comedic character who causes tension between Doc and Winona. Mm-hmm. True. That, that's a very true. She was definitely just used as like uh, dramatic tension between those characters. But I, I really liked her, anyways. Like I, I really liked her her backstory. Just like I wasn't even a bad person. I was just in a relationship with someone who he decided to kill, and then he killed me too. I shouldn't be a, a demon. And then like she has obviously some unresolved issues with that, and the fact that she needs to be murdered mm-hmm. for these people <clears throat> and all this stuff, and like. I think the the way they showed her off in the show as being like a different kind of people pleaser, like she's doesn't care about making sure 
everyone's happy or whatever, but like the people she thinks are good people, she wants to help. She wants to be a nice person and take care of them. And it seems to be, it seems to revolve around the fact that she's technically a demon. She wants to be like, I want to be a good person. And I like that a lot. Well, I mean, you don't find out she's a demon until, like, the last couple episodes she's there. Yeah, but it really puts other things into perspective. And I was just like, yeah. Also, I just liked her. I think she was fun. Yeah. She, uh, I like a lot of the characters that bring in drama. And the, in the most recent season, they bring in Doc's wife from the cowboy era. She's a vampire. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I thought shit. she was going to be evil. But she seems to genuinely just care about Doc. Which yeah. is weird. <laughs> so I thought she was gonna cause a lot of mischief, and like she causes a, a lot of grief between Doc and Winona for sure, but not like in a super malicious, meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, she does kind of mean to annoy Winona a little, but that's <laughs> just because Doc used to be her husband, and technically still is because they're both still alive. But, like... <laughs> and they definitely never got a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I, ju- I think I just kind of like characters who are uh, around just to stir shit up sometimes. And not in the, in the like, I'm always a mean jerk kind of way, but in the, well, this will be funny kind of way. Because that's, that's, I don't know, more entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's more appealing to me. I, I like... When I, there is drama of that caliber, of that kind, I like for it to be lighthearted and kind of swift. Because otherwise it just gets a little... Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. She seems to genuinely care about him. And in the last episode we watched... It's like earlier when I talked about True Blood, how I really liked it. Until there was stinking fairies. And then it was kind of... Like, really? What? You didn't have to bring in fairies. And then Winona Earp, I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, there's vampires? Yeah, okay, I guess. That's silly and goofy, but that's kind of the jo- like the, the thing of the show. Uh, and then Doc loses his immortality power ring, whatever. And he finds immortality in a new, exciting way. Yeah, he's a uh, he. He gets recruited to be uh, a vampire, and yeah, well, she's she's she got hurt because she was attacked by the big bad guy of the season, and I guess the only way for her to heal this particular wound is to drink blood, and he was there, and Winona was all, "I don't need you. Look at this new cop guy that I have a thing for." Um, so Doc was feeling unwanted and unneeded and his wife wife (laughs) from a hundred years ago needed him and wanted him to be there and said she loved him and do anything for him. And he was like, yeah, I want to, I want to be needed. I want to be wanted. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, he got my neck. (laughs) He got himself bit. That should be fun. That should be uh, a hoot. Hopefully. I guess. I will be honest. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not excited about it. I think it's kind of lame. But I will continue to watch to see what the outcome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's pretty much everything. That's every character that really matters. And uh, it's 
it's a pretty fun show. We got into a lot of like little character things that you sort of pop up as like, oh, wow. Oh, gosh. Uh, but it's it's very much more than just those little character moments. It's like just relationships between all these characters that make this show really pop. Mm-hmm. There's still all the like the paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. All um, the real like all the main plot things. Yeah. Like there's cool revenants with different powers who can <clears throat> take the voices of things. There's giant spider demon witches. There's <laughs> trees that get up and walk around. There's demons that are actually giant weird misty slugs it's it's pretty interesting when you get to the paranormal stuff Mm -hmm. supernatural stuff and uh, i'm always a big fan of a magic gun yeah (laughs) but i think that's all i've got to say about this uh pretty fun show yeah that's all i got all right well uh definitely go watch it sometime Mm -hmm. um next up on our docket is doom eternal so (laughs) if you got a chance uh you know play it a little bit of it and then come chit chat with us about it let us know what you think about winona what you think about doom eternal and everything else and uh just before we go wanted to give a big thank you to uh a incredibly generous horrifyingly (laughs) generous person named mary Uh, or by (laughs) a better name (laughs) yeah their username was uh gosh anama titty and Which I thought is it was, so great. I thought it was anonymous, but it was anonymous titty. And I noticed in the profile picture, it just looks like the anonymous person. But when you click on it, you see the whole thing. There's <laughs> two fake titties on, drawn on there. So I didn't notice that. I thought it was actually anonymous, but no, it's, it's it was not anonymous. It's just a hilarious username. Yes. Uh, but Mary is the name. Thank you very much for your donation. It's really appreciated, especially during these horrifying times. Yes, it was. It came as a unexpected surprise, and we were very grateful for it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you, we said you could give us some suggestions because it wasn't through the usual means and other stuff. So uh, we'll be doing the, the the stuff you want from us. Uh, and also, if you want to get a message to a friend, let us know. You paid more than enough for all of it. So. Uh, whatever you want to say to someone, we'll say it for you if you have that desire. So uh, let us know. Yeah. Bye.